Plans with what? Actually, I have plans with my radio. Your radio? Because I'm listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Oh, well, we could listen to KUCI in Irvine together. Uh, no. Good afternoon, good evening, my, uh, my favorite KUCI friends. You are tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI talk shows, log on to our website. Check out our latest program guide at KUCI. And uh, welcome back. I hope your dial has been tuned to KUCI all day long. You're now listening to Real People of Orange County. And uh, we're broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at KUCI.org. We are always available via podcast, both on KUCI's website and at KimberleyMartin.com, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-E. Martin.com. I'm your guest host, Marie Stone. Kimberly is out this week, but as we know, the show must go on. This show is an informative look inside the lives of Orange County's best and brightest. The guests on this show are all people who serve their community in a meaningful capacity. And today I have a really big treat. We are kicking off the holiday season here on the show in the best possible way. I'm joined for the entire hour by some incredible people from the All-American Boys Choirs Chorus. There are over 100 boys between the ages of Eight and 15 based right next door here in Costa Mesa and if you um, stay tuned we are going to play a lot of their music throughout the hour and you will have a chance to hear them in action in the first half of the show I will be with their musical director and conductor Wesley Martin and in the second half the boys themselves are going to come on at least three of them are going to come on and share their experiences and we're going to play their music throughout the hour um, but first I want to introduce uh, Wesley Martin their music director and conductor He joined in July of 2002 after an international search. He is a native of Sydney, Australia. He earned his bachelor's degree in music education from the Sydney Conservatorium of Music in 1989. Subsequently, in 1992, he secured a Hungarian state scholarship and went on to study at the renowned Kodály Institute of Pedagogy in Hungary. I'm sure I am totally butchering the um, pronunciation of that. But he has held numerous teaching and conducting positions, among them New South Wales, State Director of Music and Conductor of the Austra- Australian Youth Choir, Assistant Conductor of the Sydney-based Beethoven Society, and many more. He has played leading roles in the performances of the Australian Prime Minister, various productions at the famed Sydney Opera House, and performances with international visiting groups such as the Vienna Boys Choir and the English Chamber Singers. There's so much more I could say, but I want to talk to him. So, Wesley, Welcome. Wow, what an introduction. What an my introduction. mother couldn't have done better than that. <laughs> <laughs> you are a busy, busy man. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I want to give you a little chance to talk a little bit about how you made your path into music, what got you inspired to do all of this, and you know how a nice boy from Sydney ended up in Costa Mesa. Oh, gosh. Um, well, it's just, a, just as well it's an hour program, Marie. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, well... Gosh, I don't know. I, um, I'm not quite sure how I ended up in music. I'm, I'm, sometimes I still sort of wonder what I'm going to do when I grow up, but here I am doing this. Um, uh, when I was in high school back in Australia, I, my two choices towards the end of high school was was to go into music or to join the army. And my father talked me out of doing the army. He said, why don't you just get your degree first and then you can sort of think about what you want to do a little bit more. So I went ahead and got my degree and and then just sort of kept doing that sort of thing. Um, I Pretty early on in my career, I was really uh, captivated by the sound of children's choirs. I remember we had a, a big international music education con- conference in Australia um, Gosh, it would have been about 30 years ago now. I can't remember the exact date. But there was, there were children's choirs that came from all and, and other groups that came from all around the world. And there was one from Northern Europe called the Tapiola Children's Choir. And then there was the Toronto Children's Chorus. And these two children's choirs are like the torchbearers for this, for this kind of thing in the world. 
Um, and when I heard the sound that those children made, had made, I, I never heard anything like that um, growing up in Sydney and Australia. I'd heard children sing, of course, but I never heard that really polished um, sound with so much depth of musicianship. And it started, I guess it was a real seminal moment for me, and it, it really sort of started something there. Um, I went on and taught for a few years and then and went to Hungary and studied for a while, uh, um, went on to the UK and worked and studied there a bit more. Um, then made my way back to Australia where I picked up again with the Australian Youth Choir and I was working in a boys' school, um, a Catholic boys' school run by the Jesuits uh, where they used to greet, the boys would greet me every morning by calling me sir and they would tip their straw boaters it was a very sort of traditional um, modelled on a British private school thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I noticed on uh, a job come up in Southern California um, and for a boys' choir called the All-American Boys Chorus. And so I sent off an application, um, as you do, and didn't really sort of give it much thought and told my wife over breakfast one day, hey, look, I've sent an application off to a job in Southern California, but don't worry, they're not going to pick me. Um, and a little while after that, I got a phone call and um, a couple more phone calls and an interview over the phone. Um, I was flown out here for, um, for an audition slash interview, um, and that process took the course over some months. And then eventually they offered me the job and... Um, and we accepted. I signed a five-year contract. That was 14 years ago now. I love it. <laughs> and we're still here. <laughs> we're still here. What's the biggest difference, would you say, between Orange County? And is it just ultimate culture shock to be in Orange County after being in Sydney for so long? Well, there, there are a lot of similarities. Um, and they're the things that you notice first, I think. Um, when you're here longer, you start to notice um, more of the differences. Uh, but, the, you know, Sydney and Southern California share a lot of things in common. Um, our weather, the weather back in Sydney is probably a little bit more seasonal, a little bit more temperate. Yeah. Um, but, but it is pretty good for a lot of the year. Um, and there's a lot of outdoor sort of um, things you can do. Um, and it's sort of a, a bit of a, a more of a laid back sort of uh, lifestyle. Um, but there, there are some differences in there. I mean, America is such a huge, um, wonderful place. There, it's like a whole, it's like several different countries all sort of glued together. And one of the, the great things about my job is that I've done a lot of travel um, within the United States with the Boys Chorus, and I've been, been able to see firsthand a lot of America, which is it's just a fantastic thing. Yeah, it is fantastic. So tell me about these boys. What, uh, when they come to you, what are you looking for? What, what, what are the qualities in the boys, maybe aside from their voices, that tell you they're going to be a good fit for the boys' chorus? Well, um, the, they're, they're regular boys, and I'm, I'm, I hasten to you know, uh, tell people that when, when I start a conversation like this. They're regular kids. They're like the kid you have down the street from you or the, you know, your son's friend or, or you know, the kid you, you see at church or whatever like that. It, they're regular boys. Um, when they come to me, the first, uh, first time we meet for about um, 20 minutes and about 10 minutes of that is spent at the piano with the boy um, and we'll sing happy birthday through a few times We'll pitch pitch some notes on the piano. Um, I'll try and sort of test his range, see how high he can sing, how low he can sing, um, and then I'll I'll test his ear a little bit, uh, and then also I'll also check his reading ability because um, being able to read um, is is a really important thing. We we throw so much music at the boys, and whilst they may not be reading. Uh, reading music initially, they're, they're certainly reading words right from the get-go. Yeah. So it's important to have a pretty solid literacy um, uh, set of literacy skills. So in that initial meeting, I'm really just sort of looking for potential. Um, you know, does this boy have an instrument that, um, you know, could be trained? 
Um, and then I try and get the boys sort of, to sort of talk and open up a little bit, you know, tell me about school and, you know, about your family and, you know, what do you like to do? And, you know, who are your friends? What do you guys like to do at school? What's your favorite thing at school other than recess and lunch? <laughs> get them to open up a little bit um, and try and get a bit of a feel for the boy. And, um, and then we talk a little bit more with mum, usually mum, sometimes dad, um, about, you know, what, what their commitments are like outside of school. And, and um, we talk about the chorus and, and uh, I show them some pictures. I usually show them around our facility and, and give them, a, you know, as, as best I can a feel for, for the place. And then we'll start them off for um, an initial period that usually lasts for about six weeks, two months, um, which is like a probationary period where they can sort of really try out the program um, and, and we can try them out and sort of see, everyone can get to see if, it's, if this is going to be a good fit. Um, usually when a boy gets to that point, um, usually they're, they're pretty keen uh, and, uh, you know, they stick around. Um, you know, mum can bring them to the audition, uh, but uh, you can't make them sing. And um, the boy's got to have some level of desire uh, to be able to do what we do. But it's pretty infectious. When you get when you get 100 boys in the room on a Saturday, and as I say, they're, they're regular boys, um, but when they're sitting there singing at the top of their heads and they're singing... You know, um, you know, the Beach Boys, or they're singing, you know, What a Wonderful World, or they're singing some Elvis thing, or they're singing um, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, or they're singing Mozart, or, or, or whatever it is that we're doing. Um, it's pretty infectious. It, it really does get you in. And um, new boys sort of climb on board pretty quickly. And it really has to be a tight-knit group because you travel together a lot. You're together a tremendous amount of time. And so I would think that if the synergy isn't right or if the boys are, you know, if there's a lot of inner battles or, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking if you had 100 teenage girls together, you'd last about five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, there's, that's one of the blessings of having a boys' choir. It's, it's quite a different feel, quite a different esprit de corps to even a children's choir where you have boys and girls. Um, yeah, it, it, there's something um, kind of basic about boys. I'm, I'm also a father. I have a 14-year-old son and a uh, soon-to-be 8-year-old son. And uh, I, as I said earlier, I used to work in a boys' school, and my wife also is a teacher that she used to work in a boys' school. So we're kind of heavily invested in boys' education. You know all about and, these um, <laughs> There's something, well, there's something really kind of basic about boys. Um, don't know how else to put it, but, but it's definitely a different, different sort of thing. Yeah. And yet we do spend a lot of time together. Um, we're taking a group of boys over to Japan um, for a short tour in December. Uh, going to be back on December the 23rd. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be spending, um, we're doing six concerts. And, you know, it's a long flight. It's a 15-hour flight over to Tokyo. And then a lot of traveling around together. Um, and, uh, you know, really, really being together for, for quite a while. So, but, you know, they, that's one of their favorite things to do, I think, just hanging out. Um, we have our own bus. And when we drive out to the desert to do a concert or if we drive up to Canada to, on a tour, they just like hanging out together. They just like to sort of, you know... Um, just hang out with their buddies. That's that's kind of like their favorite thing to do. <laughs> that's incredible. I'm talking with Wesley Martin. He is the conductor and director of the All-American Boys Chorus that is based right here in Costa Mesa, California. And you are tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I've heard something funky goes on with a, a boy's voice right square in the middle of this age group that you're um, that you're shepherding. Uh, I don't have boys myself, but I I saw a Brady Bunch episode once that said uh, boys go through a little voice change. <laughs> how do you how do you yeah. manage that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. The uh, the Brady Bunch deals so well with all those issues. Um, the a boy's voice will usually start to change sometime in the thirteenth year. Now, there's never there's no hard and fast rules. It can happen sooner. It can happen later. 
But basically what happens is the levels of testosterone in a boy's body will increase and there's all sorts of changes, physical changes that go on with that, including the vocal cords almost doubling in length. So Mm. just the vocal cords increasing in length like that, that alone is going to cause, um, uh, you know, some kind of shifting and changing in the voice. Um, And it usually happens sometime around the 13th year. Um, uh, um, So now the boys... The boys, when they join the chorus, they see that they, you know, they see the older boys in the chorus, and as they get older, they, you know, they they see this coming. They can see the older boys going through it, um, and they know that it's something that's coming for them. So it's not, it doesn't come as a big shock, and it's not this alien thing that um, that no one can sort of get their head around. It's it's just part of growing up, <laughs> and it usually when a boy gets to around about fourteen. Um, they're usually heading off to high school and um, their schedule changes so much in high school um, that that tends to be a natural time for them to um, break off and, and start to pursue different things. Now, what I've started doing in the last few years is um, uh, introducing some repertoire that the older guys with what I like to call changing voices can, um, can sing in their changing voices. Uh, we don't like to use the word break because that has just too many negative connotations, but, but they, they really like that. There's a couple of songs that we sing in the holiday season, um, a real fun arrangement of Melikaliki Marka, the Hawaiian <laughs> um, Merry Christmas song, and then a medley of, of, of um, a couple of other uh, holiday songs, that that gives those baritone voices a chance to sing in that changing, and they love it. We have about eighteen of those guys with us at the moment, and when they all sing together, there's their faces light up, and it's just such it's the most wonderful experience because they have this new voice that they're starting to experience and and and. And it's like a new gift. It's like they're unwrapping this new gift, um, and it's wonderful. It's a wonderful, exciting thing for them. They can sort of it's it's like a rite of passage thing. All the technique that they've learnt as a boy, in terms of posture and sound production and breath control, all that is is good technique that they can use for the rest of their life. If they become an opera singer, it's all the same technique, and they can use this technique now with this changing voice that they have and and it's like that they can you know they they're on the cusp of manhood and they can sense something wonderful is about to happen and then the, the sound that they make too is it's just it's a, it really touches your heart when you see that for the first time I love it how many of these boys have gone on to singing careers oh gosh um well there's there's a there's at least a couple of opera singers the chorus has um, had uh, in the last uh, come through our alumni, um, and you know a couple of you know real the real deal guys working over in Europe. Um, they tend to, and and there are other musicians as well um, out and about there. The guys, the boys, tend to be pretty high achieving with whatever field it is that they choose to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if if it's not music, they'll go they'll go into you know they'll become doctors or lawyers or or whatever it is that they they um, they elect to do, and they usually achieve pretty high in that field. Um, but always they're going always they have a, a um, an interest in music and an interest in singing, and the whole social experience that they've had growing up as part of the boys' chorus is something that they're going to carry with them. There's um, all the guys that work um, as our staff at the boys' chorus are all alumni. They've all been for the pro- through the program. I'm the only guy that works there that is like a blow-in, that has, you know, uh, didn't go through it as a boy. Um, and that really speaks to the fact that they... They, even though they're older now, they really hold it in high regard, and and it was a really meaningful experience for them. 
And it seems so like it, it, yeah, go ahead. We, we, had a, we, we had our 40th anniversary um, five years ago, and we had 50 alumni turn up to wow. sing as part of the performance. And that, that was back in the Crystal Cathedral. Now, Crystal Cathedral's all kind of different these days, and in four years' time, we're going to be having a, our 50th anniversary. Um, I'm not quite, quite sure when we, where we're going to do that, but, but it'll involve a lot of our alumni again. And, it, and it's so good, I mean, for the boys in the chorus to see the alumni come back and to hear them sing, it's, that's, that's such a great thing because it really sort of reinforces that what, the, what it is that the boys are doing too. Right. So it's, it's, just, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. When you, it's, it's great to listen to and hear on, on its own right, but when you know the backstory to it, when you know how hard these boys have worked, when you know that these alumni are coming back um, because they still want to be involved, they still want to stay connected, it's really quite an incredible thing. And, you know, I mean, it strikes me how many life skills this is giving these boys outside of music of the, you know, the concentration and the dedication and the showing up and, you know, all of those things that, as you say, would go on to help you in any number of careers. Seems like these guys are getting at a really young, formative age, which is fantastic. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. We've had, I've had, I can't tell you how many parents I've had that, that, um, that have uh, been searching for that thing for their ki- for their son, and part of being a parent is, and I know this from my own experience, is trying out different things, trying out different sports and different activities for your kid, looking for that thing that's going to click. Yeah. And um, and they, you know, they come to us, and nine times out of ten, it's it's a, you know, if it's a good fit, it's usually a really good fit, and. Um, you know, the kid, the kid is sort of oh, caught up in th- this magical thing that is singing and music and, and, that, and the skill and the discipline they learn through that um, is something that permeates right throughout their lives, in, you know, in their relationships with, with their friends and their family and, and also their academic ch- achievement at work. So it, it, it really is an empowering thing. Not only... It's... A, it's, it's it's a difficult thing to sort of express, and I, you can sort of tell I get excited about it, but it, not only is it good music, not only is it good music making, and in, it, in, its, in and of its own right, but it is socially such a, a great um, thing for the people who are involved in it firsthand. Um, they learn so many life skills. And one of, one of the key things that we do, uh, one of the things that, that really sort of sells us is that when we finish a performance... Um, and we're able to, uh, the boys will go out and meet the audience. Um, and they'll go out and they'll look people in the eye and they'll shake their hand, they'll give them a firm handshake and they'll talk to them. And that's, that in and of itself is a, is a great life skill to have there. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, you're getting these boys who are like 8, 9, 10 learning how to do that and then being up and doing that, you know, throughout the program as they as they, you know, move into adolescence and what I call the grunting years where they just go, uh, 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 but they're, you know, they're learning these skills and it's becoming second nature to them. That is fast. That's fantastic. You're, you're right. I mean, that is the age where children usually go silent and for, for <laughs> boys to find their voice at a time when most boys are losing their voice, uh, yeah. I, I think is really, really a fantastic gift to give these guys for the rest of their lives. That's, that's wonderful. My guest this afternoon is Wesley Martin. He is the conductor and director of the All-American Boys Chorus right here in Costa Mesa. So you guys have so much stuff coming up and you're working on so many things. And I definitely want to give you um, a chance to highlight all of that. I know you have an album that you are putting together with David Benoit. Uh, but talk a little bit about where we can find you, what the big events that are coming up where people can see you guys perform, and uh, some of the, the fun stuff that you have going on. I know there's, there's probably too much to list, but let's, uh, let's get the list going. <laughs> well, I'll do my best. Um, there's, there's the Huntington Beach uh, tree lighting on Sunday the 22nd, uh, which is on at 6.30 in Main Street there. They block off the whole street. And it's packed with, you know, a ton of people and Santa turns up, we light the tree and the boys sing for about 45 minutes through there. 
and that's a great we bring the whole chorus so that's going to be like 80 boys singing through there and that's that's we've been doing that for a few years now and that's a lot of fun it's very early for a tree lighting like it's before thanksgiving but it um it really really is a lot of fun um we're singing down in in uh, san diego on the 27th at seaport um uh, the Seaport District, the headquarters at Seaport, mm-hmm. uh, for another tree lighting down there. Uh, Rogers Gardens over in um, Corona Del Mar, we're singing on the Saturday the 28th mm. there, um, 1.30, 2.30 and 3.30. We've got a cu- couple of performances up at Union Station in Los Angeles in the ticket hall there, um, which is this beautiful Art Deco 1920s building. Um, and, you know, they... They, we filled the place last year, so we're looking. We're really looking forward to doing that again this year. That's on Monday the thirtieth uh, of November in the evening at six thirty, and then also um, on Friday the fourth of uh, December. The acoustics um, in there in the, must uh, be in the too. Yeah, the acoustics uh, in there little, must be amazing. It's right? a bit of a hike. It's a bit of a trip to get up there, but it's it's well well worth it. And then, of course, our own our own Christmas concert in um, at the uh, Soka Performing Arts Center in Mission, in, um, Mission Viejo, um, sorry, in Elisa Viejo, at uh, four o'clock on Sunday the thirteenth. And you can find all these and more um, on our website. Um, if you don't mind me giving it a plug, no, www.taabc.org. Um, it, it's a it's a really nice looking website. It's very informative, really easy to find your your way around, and um, you can find out all that stuff that's on there too. I love it, and I know you guys have albums all all over uh, iTunes. We can find you as well if people aren't interested. Yes, you can in find you can find all that stuff on <laughs> iTunes. Um, we have uh, we, you mentioned um, our work with David Benoit. Um, we recorded an album, a Christmas album with David Benoit earlier this year that was just released um, last month, and uh, that's available. Um, and also, uh, on um, I can tell you now, because the, the news is out, there's um, the 50th anniversary um, of Charlie Brown, the Charlie Brown Christmas special, um, is going to be on ABC TV on November the 30th, um, and that's featuring the All American Boys Chorus and David Benoit and um, you know other artists as well. So, and that's that's a really exciting one. That's going to be a national broadcast. We're we're really excited about that. That's amazing. Are there other choruses around the United States like this one, or are you guys really? I, I haven't heard of any other ones like this. There there are other there, there's a lot of other children's choirs. Um, and and quite a few other boys' choirs out there. We have connections with um, other boys' choirs, um, the Phoenix Boys' Choir, um, just to name one. But um, there's a lot more of this kind of thing back east, as you you Americans say, back east. Um, (laughs) Over here in California, I'm not quite sure why. I think it might have something to do with the weather. Um, There's not quite so many here. There's... That we're the only show in town down here in Southern California. The next nearest boys' choir would be Phoenix, okay, or up in um, up in uh, San Francisco. Okay, so this is really unique for our space, and and you guys travel all over the place. I'm going to talk. I have three boys coming on who are in studio here with me now, and and I'm going to have them tell about some of the places they've been with you. But but you two are all over the world, which is what a great experience for the boys, just from a travel perspective. Yeah, music has afforded me the opportunity to travel and um, see parts of the world in very unique ways that I otherwise wouldn't have got to do. Um, I mentioned earlier that I've done a lot of domestic travel um, around the United States. Um, we've been up to Can- the Canadian Rockies. I've been up there a few times now. I think that's my favourite place on earth. It's just so beautiful. Mm. Um, a couple of years ago, we went to New Zealand, and it was my first time to New Zealand. So thank you, All American really? Boys well, Chorus, well. for that. Um, and I've I've had the privilege and the thrill of taking the Boys Chorus over to Australia a couple of times now, um, and uh, and showing them off over there, which is great, great fun. I mean, we've been to we've been right across Asia, um, Japan. We're going to again in December. And, um, yeah, 
Yeah. Lots of travel. That is impressive. Well, Wesley, thank you so much for taking the time this afternoon to chat with us. We are going to play some of your music right now, and we're going to bring some of the boys on to talk about their experiences with you. But uh, the environment you've created for these guys is really exceptional, and uh, I love that you shared it with us. Thank you so much. My pleasure, Maureen. Thank you. Thank you. That was Wesley Martin. He is the director and conductor of the All-American Boys Chorus right here in Costa Mesa. I'm going to play a little bit of their music, and then we're going to bring some of these boys on to share their experiences. So stay tuned. You are listening to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We'll be right back. and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Welcome back. You're tuned in to Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We are broadcasting live from the University of California campus in Irvine. We're streaming on the web at KUCI.org. We are available via podcast. This show will be up and available via podcast as soon as I get around to it, which is probably in the next couple of hours. Uh, I am your guest host, Marie Stone. We are with the All-American Boys Chorus. We have been for the entire hour and I am incredibly excited to welcome three of the boys onto the show right now. Brady Mullins. Hello. Jamie Mullins. Hello. And my favorite little guy over here. Introduce yourself. I'm Evan Richards. All right. So, um, Brady, why don't you start and why don't you tell us uh, where you go to school, age, when you got involved in the boys chorus and sort of how you made that decision to go into the chorus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'm 14 years old. I go to Orange County School of the Arts. I am in the Classical Voice Conservatory and I got involved with the chorus in about fourth grade at age 10. Uh, I would always sing around the house and um, my parents said we should put you in a chorus and at first I said uh, no that I don't really want to do that I'm not really interested in that but later they said uh, they, my mom did a little uh, research on the internet and found the All-American Boys Chorus and uh, they talked about it and uh, they, they told me and at first I said no I didn't want to do that and they took me into one rehearsal in my audition and it's seemed really interesting and I went to my first rehearsal and I loved it and I've been in the chorus ever since so that's about four years now that's that's amazing what are your mm -hmm. favorite uh, favorite memories well I went to Canada last not last summer but summer before that I went um, and summer before that I went to Utah and um, uh, Nevada and Northern California with the chorus and it's been really great and it's great fun. 
I hear you just won a little medal for 400 concerts. Have you done 400 concerts? Yes, I've done <laughs> over 400 events with the choir. Yes. That is insane. Yes. And you maintain, you know, school. I know you're an avid biker. Yes, I am. Fair and full disclosure, I've known this kid since he was two. So um, mm-hmm. I, I know that singing is a huge part of your life, but it's not your entire life. So it's amazing that you do all of this. Yeah. Wow. It's what, cool. what do you think that it's taught you that, um, I mean, outside of singing and um, and the chorus, sort of life skills that you've taken away from it? It has taught me um, uh, a lot of life schools. It's... Uh, First of all, it's taught me really good posture. Uh, I, I like that. It's um, it's it's taught me to uh, be confident with when talking to people and when you shake someone's hand, shake it firmly, and uh, make sure to look someone in the eyes. And it's just it's it's been really life changing, and I've really liked the course. That's awesome. All right, Mr. Evan, tell us all about yourself. Tell us where you go to school, how long you've been in the chorus. Okay, so um, I go to Newport Elementary, like in Newport Beach, California. And let's see, so Jamie goes there as well. So we're like good friends. And how I joined the chorus was I was at South Coast Plaza one day and they were performing for like this children's thing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, what's that chorus? I've like been singing a lot since I've been, let's see, five. Wow. And you know, I'm 11 now, so I've been singing for like six years. But with the chorus I've been for about maybe two and a half. That's over half your life. You've been singing over half your life. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, not okay. with the chorus, but... You were singing, like, when you could first start talking, you were singing. <laughs> well, I'm 11 now, so... <laughs> so, okay, so you, you heard them at South Coast Plaza, mm-hmm. and you said, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, and I, that night after I went back home, and I searched it up on YouTube, and first thing I saw was Beach Boys. They immediately put on those glasses, I'm like, whoa, I want to be them, I want to be in that red coat, I want to, you know, be part of it, so... They called Wesley, and I tried getting in, I did, and they helped me out, and I'm in the course now. What's your, what's your favorite part? Definitely tour. I've gone on one tour on the East Coast for about, let's say, like three weeks, and it was amazing. I went to D.C., New York, Philadelphia. It was like the whole nine yards, so I was like, that's amazing. You went three weeks away from home without, was your mom there? My mom was there for the first five days and the last five days, and I saw my dad Okay. in New York, yeah. Because that's crazy. I mean, to travel by yourself, I mean, not by yourself, but I mean, to travel without your parents, that's a big deal at this age, right? Yeah. Yeah. And do you get to do um, all the fun stuff in the cities when you're there, aside from, from your choir duties? Definitely. We go and see all the sites. Like in Atlanta, we went to see the world of Coca-Cola, and I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Have you um, have you done any international travel, or you haven't done that yet? Not with the chorus. Okay, okay. So tell me, I know that you guys recorded with David Benoit. Talk a little bit about that experience and and being with him and how he was and what it was like to sing with him. Well, David Benoit, like everyone knows him, a lot of people do. So I'm like, okay, it's cool to be with this guy, but I never got to know him well until he like showed us who he is and how good he was at piano I'm like wow we get to meet him you know <laughs> the course has met a lot of famous people but you know he, yeah, yeah. Who, el- who else have you met not much with the chorus but you know yeah Brady you want to jump in uh yeah uh recently we sang four at our uh, uh fall gala we sang for uh uh, Gene Krantz, who was a director for uh, the NASA for a long, long time, wow. and he was um, he was in the um, he was uh, a starring role in the um, he wasn't in it, but uh, he was portrayed as with okay someone portrayed him in a movie um, uh, Apollo 13. So wow. um, yeah, and he was in that mission and he helped those uh, he helped get those guys back to Earth. Wow. I've uh, sang with David Benoit, like Evan said, and. Um, I've also, last year with the fall gala, I sang for uh, Gene Cernan, who was who actually stepped on the moon, who was um, who walked on the moon, who was an astronaut. And I also sang for General Lyon, who's, um, who's a general in uh, World War in uh, Korea, I think. Wow. And um, uh, the chorus just recently made, uh, as Wesley said, of um, a TV program on ABC. And they sang with uh, pentatonics on that. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. 
That is incredibly cool. In fact, I should play some of your armed service um, songs because it seems like you guys do a lot of work by the sounds of it with with the armed services and um, all these uh, and astronauts. Apparently, there's some connection between yes. <laughs> astronauts and singers <laughs> mm-hmm. that I did not know about until now. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jamie, I'm going to queue up some. Um, I'm going to queue up some music, but why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us tell us the same kind of stuff, how long you've been with the choir and all about uh, it. Um, I'm 10 years old. I joined the choir when I was eight, uh, eight years old. My brother was first in, and that inspired me to, that inspired me to um, join the chorus because it seemed like he was having fun. So I joined. I sang, I did the audition and I got in, so I started. It seemed a little bit weird because I was in this chorus with tons of boys and I didn't know anybody. So I just, I got used to it. I made a bunch of friends and then I became a blue shirt and- Wait, tell, I, me, tell me what that means. A blue shirt is, uh, well, when once you get into the chorus, you're a you're, uh, you have to sing a song, Edelweiss or um, White Christmas, and if you get that, then uh, you have to do a bunch of other learning songs, and then you get to be a blue shirt. And a blue shirt is where you have to learn thirty nine songs. What? 39? Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. That's more than I know. All right. You have to practice (laughs) and uh, check off, sing it for a part leader or check off uh, boy. And then once you check it off, then you check it off and you have to check off 39. So that's incredible. That's incredible. Wow. All right. What's your favorite? What's your favorite memory so far? Uh, Probably camp. It was really fun. I got to make molds, have fun with my friends, go have fun basically. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. Are you are so is your plan to stay in it all the way through the way your brother is? You can uh, yes. Age out when you're fifteen. I hear Probably. when you drive you can't be in it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you'll you'll like sing the rest of your life? Is this something that you want to do for the duration? Um that's that's I'd like that to be one of my good talents. Now tell me some of the other stuff you do because you do a lot of you are an amazing artist. Yeah, I I like to do uh, designing, and I am looking forward to go to Orange County School of the Arts in production and design, and also try out for classical voice. That's amazing. We have some talented, talented boys here. So I'm going to remind our listeners, A, you're tuned into Real People of Orange County on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I also want to let you know where you can hear these guys. First of all, you can log on to their website, which is um, if you look up the All-American Boys Choir, it's A-A-B-C. I'm I'm sounding out the words now, All-American Boys Choir. Um, and you can find out all of their events on there. But they've got some great things coming up in the uh, very short term. This Sunday, November 22nd at 530, they are going to be at the Huntington Beach Tree Lighting Ceremony, uh, which is a big deal. Uh, they block off the entire street. Uh, all 80 boys are going to be there. And it's a it's a great way to um, sort of get a you know a broad spectrum of, of these boys' talents. On Friday, November 22nd, the San Diego Seaport District Tree Lighting, if you are down in San Diego. If you are right here close by, Rogers Gardens, right down the street, is Saturday, November 28th in Newport Beach. They sing at 1.30, 2.30, and 3.30, so they're singing all afternoon long on November 28th, the um, Saturday right after Thanksgiving at Rogers Gardens. They are going to be on an ABC TV special, the Charlie Brown 50th Anniversary Special, They are going to be featured um, with the Pedatonics. David Benoit is on that. um, It's going to air November 30th at 8 o'clock. And um, if you want to make the drive up, I think it would be incredible to hear these boys sing in Union Station in L.A. November 30th and December 4th at 6.30. The acoustics in that 
uh, Union Station must be absolutely fantastic. They have more events coming up in December, but you can check those out online. I'm going to give you just a little bit more of their music, and uh, we're going to come back and keep talking to these these awesome, talented guys. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Real People of Orange County. That was the All-American Boys Chorus singing to you on their Christmas album. All this stuff you can hear on iTunes. If you go onto uh, iTunes, they have um, their David Benoit holiday album, Believe, is up on iTunes. And they've got a David Benoit CD coming out. Uh, they've got all kinds of songs and CDs up on YouTube and iTunes. So let's get back into it, guys. So we were um, on the break just talking a little bit about the red shirt, blue shirt issue. So Jamie, tell me a little bit more about once you became a blue shirt, you, you all are wearing red shirts right now, I have to say. I, we, we, I wish that we could uh, put your incredibly adorable photos up on the website right now so people can see you don't have a face made for radio, you have a face made for television here. <laughs> so tell me what it takes to become a red shirt. Uh, once you become a blue shirt, you have to check off 39 songs that sometimes take a while takes a while some boys take about two years some take about five months it's just according to the boy but once you eventually check off those 39 songs you have an advancement so you wait until an advancement uh advancement when uh when the course there's certain times when they do it and then once a bunch of boys advance, then all the boys sing uh, Consider Yourself, and then they put on their red shirt, and then they're a red shirt. Wow. So 500, did you say 500 songs? Wait, what did uh, you no, say? 39. 39. Okay, so 39 was to get your blue shirt, right? Red shirt. Oh, red, red shirt. shirt. Red shirt, okay. I'm old, Jamie. I need uh, all the help that I can get. <laughs> That is incredibly cool. Is it nerve-wracking? Do you get really nervous when you do it? Uh, yes. Sometimes when it's a really hard song, you feel, am I going to check this off or am I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many boys did it with you? Like, how many boys came up with you when you did that? Um, I think about three or four. Wow. So you are on the spotlight. There, I mean, it's not a ton. So yeah. You, yeah you so really it's have, a few. It's a few. About five. Are you pretty close to the guys that are sort of the the um, choir masters who have to check you off? Um, I'm a, a beginner. <laughs> I'm a beginner redshirt. I'm not super advanced, but I'd like to. I'd like to become a checkoff and part leader. So cool. That's so cool. Okay, so something happens on Saturdays, Brady. Tell me what happens on Saturdays. Um, every Saturday, we have something called the Saturday Rehearsal, where all the boys in the chorus, white shirts, blue shirts, in the training division, um, audition division, and the uh, choir, the the, perf- the touring chorus, they all show up in um, at our headquarters in Orange County, the Orange County Fairgrounds. We, they all show up um, there in a rehearsal hall, and we have what's called a grand rehearsal. And we all we all show up and we all file into this room and we there's probably hundred of us in that room and we all sing for about thirty minutes, and then we go into what's called periods, 
um, different. There's four different uh, periods of music that we do, and one's music reading where we um, we practice our music reading so we can sing songs. One is usually a voice lesson to help with technique, and and one's usually sometimes we have a free period, mm-hmm. and then one is check off. Which is kind of the free, which is what happens during the free period, where those blue shirts that Jamie was talking about show up in um, during this period in certain checkoff designated checkoff rooms. And an uh, older boy, who is a checkoff person or a part leader, um, sits in a chair and plays music. And um, an older, slightly more experienced red shirt comes in and helps the blue shirt sing, while the while the checkoff person listens to them, and then they decide that the the, the um, checkoff person or the part leader decides whether if um, these boy this boy is ready to um, they know the song backwards and forwards and they know it well, and so they can sign their their name on a chart on a blue chart, and um, that means you've checked off that song, and then you've got thirty nine of those. Wow! So it's quite quite a bit and voice lesson is um all the parts have different voice lessons all singing groups have there's we we have four parts in the course you have uh uh, first tenor second tenor baritone and bass and all those parts have a voice lesson during one um during one of the one of those periods and they go in there and they practice their singings and they practice they practice songs and they uh practice their technique and um uh, the, those lower voice um, baritones, which I'm one, um, there's probably about 18 of us, and um, we also have a voice lesson that's um, more uh, directed towards our changing voices. So, um, and it's it's really great fun. That's amazing. I'm first just trying to wrap my mind around all of these boys willing to give up their Saturdays every Saturday you said this is every Saturday this is every Saturday unless it is canceled because we have a concert or it's just we have off um, days sometimes but um, giving up your Saturday it's it's pretty hard and it starts at 9 o'clock so you can sleep in but you know you can't sleep until 10 um, it, it's very difficult to give up your Saturdays but um, it's, is this it's all, year, all year long yeah, uh, yeah. In the summer, when tours going on, we don't have any Saturdays rehearsals, and we recently had our last Saturday rehearsal for the fall until January because we have so many concerts coming up. We don't need those those rehearsals anymore. We have so many concerts coming up in the Christmas season, and um, it's it's just really great fun. And during the Saturday rehearsals, it's not just singing. We also have time. We we um. There's recreation too. We we run around. We play games. We play soccer, football. We play all you know, hockey. We we have fun, and um, it's not just singing, and that's that's great. I assume these guys are your best friends, right? I mean, these are the guys that you hang out with at OSHA. Uh, yeah, there are uh, there are um, kids in the choir who go to my school, and then I do uh, hang out with a lot of. But um, the chorus has really uh, shaped who I am now, and it's great. Yeah, amazing, amazing. All right, Evan, so um, talk a little bit about summer camps, because I know you said you love summer camps. So tell me a little bit about what goes on at camp. Okay, so camp is like a place where it happens for seven days, and we only do it like once a year. So it's like in the summertime, right after, like before, we're kind of preparing to go on tour, and every day is like one giant rehearsal, like... Mm. We have time to go in the pool. We even have a nap sometimes, like, but it's like a military school where we get a nap. We can play in the pool and build models and, you know. Amazing. That's yeah. fun. So so it's a sleepaway camp. Yes. You're there. Okay. And where is it? It's located up near Pasadena and like, where is it? Like somewhere. Yeah. 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 I know that area. <laughs> Not the web school. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, um... So how many boys, is it the entire choir goes with you? Chorus goes with you? Most, like most people, but like maybe like five white shirts, not that many white shirts, but like a lot of blue and a lot of red. So white shirt is below blue shirt. Yeah. That's where you come in is the white shirt. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. And how many boys are in the white shirt category? Like right now? Yeah. It's kind of like the least amount compared to the blue and the red. Okay. It's like 10 boys or something. Yeah, maybe. 
Okay. Okay. And then, um, so, so you guys do all the regular summer camp things like guys do. You go swimming, you play tag football. Yep. You do all the, all the guy stuff. Yep. And are these guys your best friends too? Or do you have friends at school outside of these guys? Yeah, well, um, I have a lot of friends that I recruited from my school. So I'm like with people I'm familiar with and I'm making new friends. That's awesome. How hard is it to get in? Like if you brought a friend in, what are the odds that he would get in? Is it pretty competitive? Pretty high. It's not like you're not going to get in. It's not like hard. You guys are all so articulate. I'm loving that. And I'm drowning in Brady's voice. Brady, if you ever decide to go into radio, I can totally get you on here. Thanks. (laughs) If ever that's your your goal. I can't believe that we're drawing down on our time, but we are. But do you guys have anything, last minute words of boys, specifically boys your age, boys in your, you know, from, you know, 10 to, or 8 to 15, um, advice you'd give them from this experience? Like, what have you learned that other guys could benefit from? Well, so for the course, we have a course motto, and it's, we are only as good as our discipline, and it's something that will carry out through your whole life, and you should know those words when you're thinking about life and I love that. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to put that on my own computer. I can use that. And I have something. Um, yeah. I think that the course has taught me uh, the most is take opportunities, and um, even if you don't think it's going to be good, and uh, it may turn out bad, you should take the opportunities because it is it could be life-changing like for me for example yeah that's great advice Mm -hmm. that's great advice Uh, my dad said something similar which is kind of don't turn any opportunity down which is actually how i got into radio when somebody um proposed this i was like yeah no i'm not doing that and it's turned out to be you know one of the greatest things and it sounds like the choir has turned out to be one of the greatest things for all of you guys definitely fantastic jamie thanks for coming on have you learned anything that you want to tell us um it's a great thing. Uh, it might seem a little odd at first, but once you get to know the course and what they do, it's life-changing and great. You guys have the most incredible voices, the most incredible stories. You're going to be telling this story for the rest of your lives. No matter what happens from here, you've already accomplished more than most adults. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right, I want to um, let you know one more time where you can see these guys this Sunday, November 22nd, 5.30 at the Huntington Beach Tree Lighting Ceremony. They're going to light up the tree on um, Main Street with Santa Claus in San Diego, the Seaport Lighting District, Seaport District Tree Lighting on Friday, November 27th, and at Rogers Gardens Saturday, November 28th. They're going to be singing 1.30, 2.30, and 3.30. You can hear them there. And you can always log on to their website where they have all kinds of um, information about how you can find them. That's all the time we have for today. Counterspin is coming up next. I will take you out with more music from the All-American Boys Chorus. And uh, you've been listening to Real People of Orange County. I'll be, uh, I will not be back here with you next Thursday. It's Thanksgiving and we're going to take the week off, but we will be back here with you the following Thursday. So until next time, thanks so much for joining us. Have a great night. Enjoy.